0: I mean, I wouldn't want to disrespect the Rangers, but it's a, it's a bigger job. What is?
1: To be the Bournemouth manager. Welcome to Talking Tin Pot, the podcast your man can score what on. What about this
0: My players were absolutely shattered out there. Uh, I mean, had a ding-dong with I enjoyed that ding-dong when you were well on track, and then...
2: <laughs> we want people to stay at home to stop the spread of coronavirus. Well, what happened there was...
1: Welcome back to the show, listeners. I am Josh, here with Jordan. How's it going? And Cameron. Hello. How are we doing, gentlemen? How's the week been? Miserable. Miserable <laughs> why? Miserable why? Football-related misery. Honest ma-
0: honest men-related. Honest men-related. Oh, honest
2: man-related misery, yes. Yeah, that's what happens. There's a no, uh, no week this season where Cammy's come on and said, oh, brilliant. here had a brilliant game. I'm
1: buzzing. Always been misery. Well, we'll, um, get, we'll, well, later on, we'll get into why that is. Well, listen, if my team were sitting in ninth in the championship after a season where they nearly went up, I would be honestly fucking miserable as well. Uh, how are we feeling, guys, about Bojo's map out of uh, lockdown? Um, on the 25th of uh, May, we are going to be doing six people from two households indoors. And then on the 21st <clears> of June, <throat> we're going to be doing 80,000 people inside Wembley. <laughs> um, how are how are we feeling about that? Aye, uh, on
2: you go, Cammy. It's,
0: it's um, it's good for us. It's good for me personally, but uh, well, it's good for the health of the nation. That's a different question.
2: It's uh, it's exciting that it's that Boris is is single handedly getting rid of the coronavirus, and he knows the exact date that he's going to do it.
1: Backyard Boris, that's what I say. Um, you've got to say that the idea of going back into a football ground is just tantalising, right, here's a question mm. for you right? and I posed this on the Twitter this week, what's the last game of football you remember going to in person? Oof, oh, uh, I,
0: I don't mind uh, vividly because it was Arbroath versus Air United and it caught off at half time, so I got 45 minutes and little did I know, it wasn't it just half of the game I was getting to see that was it, that was <laughs> it for the next two years, so um, I, a windy day at Arbroath um, one of them their player players scored by a corner well I, I don't remember
2: the last game I couldn't say for certain what my last game was but I, that shows how much I took it for granted the fact that oh. I can't remember. let me tell you if I knew that was the last game how would I would have remembered <laughs> it
1: aye um, I can't remember the last game I was at either it must have been an Irving medal game um, because it just would have been an unremarkable game now, here, here's the question. What's the last game that you remember that you were going to go to next? Oh. Does that make sense? Uh, right. Aye. Um
2: European game. So I, I was going to get the, the European package at uh, Ibrox, I'm sure, for the next season because my dad can't make it with shifts. Yeah. So they'd been a while away, but I went to whatever qualifier there was in that summer. Right.
0: Cammy? Yeah. I can't really mind from last season. There was no kind of big remarkable games at that point. It was just kinda of, I was kinda of peering out for era. I'd have went to the playoffs if we got that. But the big one I was looking forward to that I'm not gonna to get to go to uh was Tyne Castle away. That was oh, oh, devastating to have been the same league as Hearts. We've been
1: shagged after them. I'm not even getting to go to Tyne Castle. so mm. that's about a bit of Well the last uh, next game I was going to was this game and one of one of the one of my mates sent us the tickets. Uh, through the post the other day <laughs> it's, a <laughs> ticket, <laughs> it's a ticket for Scotland versus Israel on Thursday the 26th of March 2020 okay. um, a piece of history right there in and, and that that game never actually went ahead and that's just why I was thinking about that and it's been so long since we were actually at a football game It's it's, it's mad but at least there's football on to talk about, guys. Um, because Hamden, you be to get to the, the next Scotland Israel game, and if you don't get to that one, you'll get to go to the one after that. Aye, aye, or either, either a dime or doesn't. Hamden would be full this week. Well, who'd be we kidding? It wouldn't be full, but it would be packed. <laughs> there would be, there would be supporters well, packed. There would be supporters in it. There would be. <laughs> what, what are we thinking? Maybe 15,000 uh, Saints per fans. No. Oh, oh, it, Cammie, come off it, son. 11, 15, 11, come They got 11,000. Uh, they've had 11,000 at home, in their highest ever uh, attendance. I, I, I checked a few weeks ago. Um, uh, 1926, something maybe. Oh, uh,
0: no, no, oh. 9,
1: 99 or something like that. Okay, okay. Um, that was at McDermott Park, right? New Cup final. I don't know what the attendance was at the 2014 Cup final, but I'd like 47,000.
2: Aye, how many were Aberdeen
1: fans? No, Dundee United. I mean, How many? How were Aberdeen fans? Zero. Zero. When did United? To be fair, Dundee United would have been the majority of them. Um, but you know, what if you, what's that about? Maybe there but, be twenty
2: thousand. There will be. There would be twenty thousand St. George's fans this weekend. I think ten thousand
1: levy. <laughs> I I think. Well, I think the most far fetched one there's ten thousand levy, um, because let me tell you, they don't have fans. Um, but We'll come to that, guys. Lots happening in football this week. Obviously, the League Cup final is upon us this weekend. Um, Celtic had another calamitous result up at Ross County, and Rangers are doing the business in Europe. So, we'll come to that with the biggest news stories from this week with SPFL Matters. Okay, guys. The League Cup this weekend, Love Hate versus St Johnson. We did the dress rehearsal a couple of weeks ago. Um, Unfortunately, well, we say unfortunately. Um, that was at a time when Livingston were seemingly unstoppable, and St. Johnson were doing okay, plugging plugging along, um, a few wins. But Livy were just I think Livy were odds on at that game, uh, at that point. Sorry. Um, now, one thing that y- is you're actually it's crazy seeing is uh, both teams are uh, over even. So St. Johnson, seventy four to win, and Livy seventy five to win. Um, what are we thinking? Right, first, who's going to win? And in a sentence, who's going to win? And then we'll go and take Cammy. St Johnson, I said that, I've said i said that three times, and um, the answer remains
2: the same. Livingston, um, I've just found out that they're all driving separately to Hamden, um, although they can't afford the buses. And if that doesn't sum up that scheme Working class, fucking get it up your mentality that Martin deals instilled in that, I don't know what it does. Uh, it's written in the stars for Levy.
1: I'm with Cami. I'm saying St. Johnson. I just think St. Johnson are, are on the up. Um, I, ju- I just think they're, they're one of the form teams in the league at the moment. And Levy are not one of the form teams. You know, yeah. um, Last five games, guys, um, St. Johnson, three wins and two losses. One of the losses was against Celtic. Um, last five games for Levy one win two draws and two losses um, none of those games have been against the old firm um, I just think St Johnson are on the up this will be this will be their first League Cup final ever um, what, what 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 do you think Jordan are going to be the big battles on the day obviously St Johnson are missing Murray Davidson which is a huge huge loss Hi. Um, for me, I think sh- sh- shocking, but not uh, maybe shockingly, but su- surprisingly, um, one of the man, one of the guys that's actually became a bit of a talisman for them um, in recent weeks for uh, Saint Johnson is Sean Rooney, um, who's had uh, goal, goal, and I think he got an assist at the weekend. Um, what, what you foreseen this uh, this weekend at the League Cup, at the League Cup final, Jordan?
2: I think Rooney will, will be another big player like he was in the, the semi-final. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in terms of the the, the wide areas, I, I think Livingston's get the better. Sue so Johnston. I think Devlin and Serrano will um, will be ones to watch up and down the, the flanks um, and supplying the strikers. Pittman obviously, and, and I think Riley played at the weekend. He's coming into. It. Um, for Libby, um and Josh Mullen with, with his delivery it'll be um, it'll be frightening um, with St Johnston though their strength's probably lying in midfield Craig uh, Liam Craig had a tremendous performance at the weekend um, you he's, an interest,
1: he's an interesting one Liam Craig because um, he's just I don't know hes I think he's one of these guys that uh, he's, he's not a sexy name is he yeah um, no. You know, in terms of, you know, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna pick out um midfielders, you know, he's he's in his thirties. Um he's been about the ball, you know, St Johnson, Falkirk, Hibbs. Um, and he's he's never been a, a yeah, like I said, he's never been a sexy name, but he's been there stalwart season after season now for St Johnson. I think he's been there six or seven years. I think he was I might be right in saying that he was one of Tommy Wright's early signings. Um And he's just, you know, he's played most games every season. Um, But he's got competition in that midfield, hasn't he? Um, Obviously, Murray Davidson is unlikely to play. Cammy, your main man, Craig Conway, um, he'll be there. Uh, And your other main man, Craig Bryson, he might feature as well. Um, What's your thoughts about the game coming up this weekend? Um,
0: well, I mean, the, the, the St. John's player, I've picked up every time I've seen him recently as uh, Guy Malamud. I think he's made, since he's committed into St. Johnson and given the different attacking option, I think that's what's been the, the, the spigot for this incredible run of form. Uh, obviously, Sean Rooney, the way he's playing as well, has just been ridiculous, got a goal against Celtic. The, you know, his performance in the semi-final was un- unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, I've backed them in the base. I watched the same thing along as Hibs, and if they can do that to Hibbs, if they can up their game at that level, you know, Livingston have been good, they've been consistent, but I don't think they could handle that. I think um, the last couple of weeks, the, the gloss has kind of come off them a wee bit. They've had a couple of injuries, so that might, you know, Serrano's been out for a couple of games, that might be a reason for that as well. But the the biggest difference between the two teams, for me, is experience. You know, you mentioned Conway and Bryson there. That's one thing that Levy don't really have. Effie Ambrose, I suppose... Um, obviously that can kind of experience Bartley um, Bartley well kind of aye kind of Bartley um, I think was I can't mind if he was in Hibbs' final team but um, he was was he aye alright so he's got experience as well but I think there's, I think there's more all round in St. Johnson um, and then obviously the club's been there and done it before a so shame for Murray Davidson obviously missing out um, but I I just think on the day well I think it should be quite a good game hopefully it's open you know as a lot of these occasions get spoiled with two teams who are almost too nervous to come out, but I think we've got two sides who on their can put some good attacking stuff together, so hopefully it'll be a good watch and worth me getting uh, Premier Sports back in for it.
1: You've got to remember, I know though, um if you, if you want experience, um, St. Johnson have a man... Uh, sorry, St. Johnson. Um, Livingston have a man there who's, who's got the most experience. He has got... He has played at the Pinnacle. Um, he's played for Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> played for Queens Queen's Park Rangers and he's played for Billy Crickery Town. Um, now of course I am talking about the JET the J. I got I got it from the first club, you know that's bad. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh, <I> know. <laughs> um out of interest, Cammy, um, well, I think, God, how long ago did he play for Arsenal? About 10 years ago or something? Uh, something um, like so that, yeah, probably who, who longer. was, better, was, was the, who, in, in terms of, you know, he would have been playing with RVP at that time, um, so <laughs> which, one of, which one of them are you having?
0: Well, Van Persie or, uh, G. Emmanuel, or the Jet, J. Emanuel Thomas. They're both, they're both 3 barreled kind of names, you know, so... Yeah, um, my feeling is that World Cup finalist Robin Van Persie might just have to edge it, you know, for the Jet. Um, I don't actually remember watching him with Arsenal. He did get a few games, but um, I, most of his time was out in loan a lot of the time. Um, he didn't play with Van Persie. They only played one striker Arsenal in those days, so... Um, Van Persie being the top of the triad uh, the Jet only come on for League Cup games so I think because of the goals and the World Cup final and winning the league and whatever else Van Persie's done I'm going to have to give it to him narrowly I'm sitting, I'm sitting here listening to that
2: I'm sitting here listening to you two and I'm thinking right, obviously we're having a laugh here and we're on Talking Tin pot, but see if we were on Talk Sport and this was an English <laughs> sport, <laughs> that that comparison between Robin Van Persie and, and a striker or one of our clubs wouldn't even be that <laughs> would be a laugh that would be a serious
0: conversation. The only thing I would say though, I mean, maybe I'm just imagining this from what the small bits I've seen over the last few weeks. I think the jet is getting marginally better. Like he's not you know, quite Cammy, as I was, I was actually, bad as he was when he started.
1: Cami, was, I was actually going to, going to come to say that. I mean, um, you know, he, he, he scored one goal against Kelly before the turn of the year. Um, yeah. And once then, he's went out and <laughs> scored one goal against Celtic. And um, so, whereas previously we were saying um, he scores goal. Well, uh, we're now saying he scores goals. Uh, you know, because he does have goals. Uh, you know, and- yeah, you've got to start somewhere, haven't you? Yeah, he's got two goals now. Um so and yeah, and he's a hand Oh by the way, did you hear that shout from Martindale at, at the weekend about the jet? No, but Oh, he was caught audibly It he, he was he didn't get, he was the rightly positioned in the penalty box and he was he, he was in Martindale shouted for the side it was audible on the audio something it was something that he shouted yeah, big fucking useless lazy bastard or something like that. Martin dude was brilliant, isn't he? Um, I
0: think just, just just one last thing. Mindy did that turn once. That was that was spectacular. I covered that game. Um, middle. Of, I mean, it didn't do much, but it was the middle of the park, and I remember it looked it looked really good. So you know, you get what you pay for.
1: Aye, because he it, 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 it turns like he turns like the fucking HMS <laughs> Elizabeth too, didn't he? <laughs> um yeah, really, really excited. Gonna be a weird one, Pro- possibly the only major cup final we're getting this season at Hamden, um at an empty Hamden. Um it's gonna be a weird weird watching an empty cup final, isn't it? I mean I know we watch I know we watched the Scottish yeah, cup finals, is weird, but, aye. but um it's gonna be a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll see how it goes this weekend. Thoroughly looking forward to that. I might have a wee flutter. If St John's are 74, then I think that's decent odds to have a wee flutter at that. Okay, guys. Um, right, now there's that famous headline up at Inverness, Super Cali, Go Ballistic, Celtic are atrocious. Can we think of a Ross County-themed headline for um this result of the weekend because obviously Celtic went away up to Ross County and they lost 1-0. Ross County at that time were the bottom le- table eh, team in the league. Bottom, rooted at the bottom of the table. Um, oh, they, Go ahead. <laughs> How many
2: games is it till Rangers win the league? Have Ross County them?
1: Oh, <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um, 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 I think I heard that one actually. That is quite aye, good. Aye,
0: I was, aye, I the the only one I had is exactly the same as a Cali one, but just
1: take out Cali and put County in it.
0: Because
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. County. Goal, but okay, I fair enough. I I suppose you, you could also Wait, that yeah. Ross County one. You could say, like, how how long's Lennon been due the sack of Ross County? How long? Ross uh, County. Um, uh, right, yeah. guys. Uh, this game. Um, Celtic set pieces what are they all about by the way they can't hat right Jordan hat right now, for, forgive me if, if I'm being a bit um, forgive me if I'm being a bit naive here right but would, I, would you would you admit that in junior football you don't really do do you do zonal marking or man marking and you know do you, do, do you have that deliberation in junior football no, no I've never seen or heard of a team to do that yeah, they do zonal marking right but at the top level of the game, teams do it, right? But the problem is Celtic seem to be doing something in between that. <laughs> um, they seem to be doing some kind of half-zonal, half-man marking and their set-piece defending is fucking terrible. They'll, they've got the worst set-piece defensive record in the league. Um, out, of, out of all the teams, they have the worst conversion yeah. from, set, uh, from defending set-pieces. Cammy, the goal came around the 70th minute, and it came from the one of the biggest men on the pitch, Jordan White, um, who is yep. six foot four, and he was being marked by Diego Laxalt, who's five foot eight, and is built. It's honestly, I mean, folk joked about who looked like a wee lassie for Benidorm or whatever. He's built like a wee lassie that has went to Benidorm, isn't he? Alright. I mean,
2: did did, Jordan, did you ever see Jordan White play for Inverness against there? Uh, a few times. I I've always thought was quite the, good. Are uh, you hated him on this? Um,
0: well, he, he did epitomise the way they played at the time. I, it was just it was just a team of monsters and long balls. Um, but no, John White is he? I think he's a better player than he gets credit for. Um, I was surprised when Mullerwell signed him because he, he didn't really fit into their system. Like he's no good at running off the ball and stuff like that. But in terms of what Ross Kerry are trying to do, a like, more direct team who are just going to put balls in the box. Like you say, six four and he's quite built as well. He's like he, he's very dangerous. So uh Celtic found that out. But I, I thought it was good for Inverness. Um as for the game itself, I mean the it wasn't even like a smash and grab from Ross County. Ross County were in the game for the ninety minutes. They had chances in the first half they could have taken better. Um and it was statistically there wasn't like a chasm in it, it was actually quite close. So yep, another embarrassment for Celtic, but
1: you know, we could have we could have predicted that. Yeah, um, uh, we could have predicted, uh, we could, I mean, but you, you wouldn't expect Celtic to go away and to lose to the, to the bottom league, uh, the bottom team in the league.
2: Mm. Another thing is, just a player that i like to highlight, a guy that plays really well, Blair Spittle. he's a guy that was on loan at Partick Thistle, and he wasn't really, he wasn't like anywhere near Canaria's star player either, and now he's come back yeah. and almost dominated a match against Celtic, it just shows you how bad they're. I've seen
0: Spittling against there loads of times. You're saying it with John White. Right? I've seen Spittling and Sia loads of times and the best way I could describe him is anonymous. Like, he just... In, in championship, it was as if he just couldn't get into the game. Like, he's... He's a bit of a playmaker and stuff. Like, he's really good aye, when he, he gets on the he ball.
2: He's with the ball, like, set pieces and that. He's, aye. He's no, I'm,
0: I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad someone took the chance to him. I, I'm surprised it was a level up right enough, but um, I'm, I'm glad that he's also getting the opportunity now. The guy I'd probably point out um is one of their best players the last few weeks, Charlie Lakin. I think he's made... Uh, a big difference since coming in, I think, what around about January time, I think it was, or I don't well, he started coming into the team anyway. I don't know if he was there before, but uh he's looked fantastic every time I've seen him as well.
1: Yeah. Um Jordan, for me for me, I think one of Celtic's biggest problems, right, is that in that starting eleven, they've got too many players that are so seamsy. Um they've oh. got you know, looking at that team, right? They had Edward up top, obviously probably the top stri- top striker in Scotland. Um in terms of ability and goals, right. um, you can argue him and Morelos, you know, but, but I would probably say um, I would probably say Eduard's the best. Right.
2: Um,
1: but see behind that, right? You know, you're looking at a lineup of Ryan Christie, David Turnbull, Tom Rogic, and then centre defensive mids of Cal McGregor, who is is not a, really a defensive player; he's a kind of playmaker type. guy. Right. Right. and then Brown, obviously. Um, but see that kind of three. They're, they're all central midfield you mm. know attackers. and I just don't see I just don't think that works at all it only works if you've got wingers that
2: are going to bomb forward and, and dominate yeah, and
1: they, say and they don't have they don't have quality wingers right they've got Forrest and, and Johnson who have well have been you know out of the team all year Forrest, Forrest injured obviously Johnson's been trying to get back to fitness both them you know natural wide players but then you know if, if you're going to have Three attacking players across the front, like Rogic, Christie, and um, Turnbull, who is probably the best midfielder in Scotland, I would say. Right, um, you've got to have quality wing backs. Right, Celtic don't have that. Greg Taylor went off injured at twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, or okay. something like that, and they brought on Laxalt. Laxalt, for me, while, while he came face Milan, he's—I don't even think he's Celtic quality. Um, And the boy, um, oh God, can't we? John Joe Kenny. What's his name? John Joe Kenny. Yeah, that's it. Everton, uh, John Joe Kenny. (sighs) He's looked, do you know, he's looked, he's looked fine. Aye. He's looked fine. Um, You know, he's not outstanding. Um, And I I really think that they're missing two outstanding fullbacks. Would you agree? Aye, because then then it eases the,
2: uh, it can make the, the central players play more central, do what they know his best do, do, do play how they, they play best, and the frustrating thing is your Turnbulls. Turnbull has been been has been playing really well, but he could play so much better if the system's working better and if the team's playing better. McGregor, I really rate McGregor, um, in a in a more advanced position. Um, Edward, you're right. I think he could play in any club in the world, um, ability wise. Yeah, in England. Aye, and Christie as well. Just you want to see him scoring again. Um. It's just really frustrating
1: what's happened at the And It probably does come from the lack of uh, wide support. Don't you? You're right. Do you know? what you know what, I, what? one thing that I think is quite striking about them, right? And we're going up. We're going on about these three attacking midfielders. right? the difference with Rangers is that they have wide players coming in, right? So they've got um, Ruth who can play wide, right? But they've also got Scott, right? They've got Ryan Kent. They've got Yanis Hadji who can play wide and they can play centrally, right? Um, but these players are asked, are, are, are you know, a lot of them are kind of natural wingers or can play wing and are asked to tuck in because they have full backs that can go bombing forwards, right? But when they're hemmed in, the, the players like the Roofs and the, the Scott Wrights and the Ryan Kentz, they can go wide, you know, right. they can go wide and they can stretch defences and get in behind, right? And, um, you know, and, and do giving goes with the full backs. But Celtic. <laughs> I just don't think that these naturally central players that are playing in attack don't have that wide play in them. Um, And that's then stifled because um, when you come up against a team like Ross County who are just going to work their fucking socks off for for one to 90 minutes, um, you know, it it, it becomes very difficult to create wide play and create attacking final third play. Um, And the result is. They got a free kick up the other end, seventieth minute, Jordan White tucks it away. And as Cami, as you were saying, they were in at the full game. They were in the, <clears throat> the full game. So they're 18 points behind, still with two old fun games to play. This could get very embarrassing for Celtic um mm-hmm. if they don't, you know, win every game for the rest of the season. Um Cami, mm-hmm. going into next season, it's a rebuilding job for Celtic completely, yeah. right? What do they need in terms of positions? Who do they need to bring in? What do they need to sign?
0: The first thing, I mean, I, I thought the same thing as you two about the, the three midfielders. I mean, firstly, I don't understand why Tom Rogic was brought back into the team after they'd been doing absolutely fine without him for a long time. I don't know. Um and he doesn't offer anything different to what Christine Turnbull can do. But what what I clocked is been I mean, Christy had a lot of chances in that game and couldn't quite take them, but that's because he was kind of shifting between positions. The problem is that Christie and Turnbull are probably two of Celtic's best players this season. The quandary is they both play best in the same role and behind the striker. And you can only really play one of them there, doesn't it? Turnbull and Christie don't really work out. They can do it if they have to, but they don't really work out late. Um So I was actually thinking that if Ryan Christie gets a move away, which, I mean, it would be a loss for Celtic, I think it would let Turnbull stake his claim for that role as his own. So while it will be a loss? I don't think it would be a complete disaster because if you let him play there every week, I think Turnbull could really flourish. So that might be part of it going forward because you can't just continue with two of your best players all going over the same position and then jumping in and out. Um, the McGregor thing, I think, look, Callum McGregor's played that position a hundred times. He's fine. I think I think he, he's one of the ones that I think will stay. Um, but in terms of the rebuilding job Celtic needs, you're right, um, wing-backs for a start. Um, I think John Joe Kenny's there to the end of the season. Um, so I don't know if you're looking to keep him on full-time. I, I do like Greg Taylor, but he's been, you know, the, the injury a bit of a misfortune at the moment. But I think you'll need someone else to challenge him as well. I don't know what the Laxal situation is. I can't see him being there much longer. Um, I mean, you're, you're going to lose guys. I mean, I hear Nedouard almost certainties now to leave, I'd, I think, I'd reckon. Um, and the goalkeeper. So, I mean, you're talking, I think you're talking five, six first team players. Um, I'd start with defence. Defence is the main thing. Um,
1: and then maybe a couple up front as well, but defense is definitely the what's letting them down yeah for me um for me a center back like Connor Goldson so someone that's very very astute defensively you know i think, think a lot of Rangers' um european displays when the, when they were going through the qualifying stages he was just a colossus for them in defense but he can also play um and, and that's what's you know that's what's they, they need they need someone that's got a good balance of both. Um, because you know they went for they went for Duffy, who is this you know allegedly this great defensive you know powerhouse centre back, but he can't play football, and it's just proved one of the most hysterically hilarious signings. <laughs> um, so they need that. I think they need a winger um, because I don't think um, El Yunusi has been. he's just in flashes he's he's good, but he, do you know what? He, he, do you know what? He, it reminds me of he stinks of a lot of those um English loans that Rangers brought in. So like Ojo and um oh, give me another one, Jordan. Um Joe Dodo. Um, Aye. Yeah, Aye. guys that look good in flashes. Um but it just and just don't you know, I just don't see it. Um I think they need a the right back. Definitely I think Greg Taylor's fine. Um, they need a right back, definitely. Um, they need a box-to-box centred midfielder. They need somebody. They need somebody like Scott Brown for, from eight years ago. Like an Ali McAnah uh, St Johnston. Exactly. They need an. They need exactly. Actually, that's that a great shout for who. If I was the Celtic manager, that's a great shout for who I would look at. Mm. Um, and they need a goalkeeper, obviously, um, because Barca has name up to it. Um, Jordan. What, what, would you agree with some of that? What, what do they need? I probably.
2: Um, I, I'd keep Taylor, though,
1: definitely. Uh, really, Taylor's, really... Taylor's fine. Taylor, you know, Taylor's the third-choice Scotland left-back, you know, and we're no short of left-backs. Nah, he's in some company there, I know,
2: but um, aye, they've got the makings, of, they've got really good individuals. I don't know, do you know, for me, actually, the Brown thing, with him, no playing as much as... He's not first name in the team sheet anymore. That's a weird uh, shift. That's a weird culture shift for a club that's had him as first um, pick for all these years. Um, more so than a, like a change of manager. A change in, him, in his role in the club is a very big culture shift. So
1: I'd, I'd be mindful of that as well. Um, yeah. Um, eight, as I said before, 18 points behind. Still two old firms to play could get they need to win they need to win all the rest of their games to get some sort of to get it back to you know potentially twelve. Um you know because if Rangers go out and win the old firms then they could be looking at a very, very embarrassing what was that um what was the points gap a couple of years ago when Rangers finished third? Do we remember? Oh, I think it was over twenty, wasn't it?
0: Twenty one seems to hang out well.
1: Just I'm just we'll like I do I don't know, we'll
0: example, to know. To
1: look back. Um but just just thinking though, could this be a record points behind for a second place team?
2: Which which is we need to reiterate all to do with Rangers and
1: not very much to do with, with Celtic. Yeah, um and, and I mean and we'll come to that. Uh, we'll come to that and it's probably a good point now to segue on to Rangers' European form because Rangers ran out four three winners over um Royal Antwerp. And it was one of the mo- one of the craziest games of football I've ever watched. Um, one of the most one of the most entertaining games of football I've watched in years. Jordan, your take on the four three win at Antwerp? Do you know
2: the thing that struck me was after it when Gerard was talking about the goals conceded. I mean, they scored four away from home to a flying Belgian side that beat Tottenham Hotspur in the Europa League earlier. Um, and you know he's he's gutted that they conceded three. Um, Rangers are a Rangers are some machine in the league, but they're a completely different animal in Europe. Um, the only team that's actually managed to do any damage against Rangers was Bayer Leverkusen, and we know how good they are. And that was that was at a time that Rangers weren't at their best either. I, I think now um, it's in Rangers' hands this this next. Uh, this next leg this week, but um, ah, what a performance and what a yeah what a spectacle as well. Just got to there was no fans in the stadium, albeit it was in Belgium, but um, that'd have been some night for, for Rangers fans.
1: Four, four away goals in Europe and thats just huge, huge in terms of. Time. I know it's four three aggregate, but four away goals is.
2: I four exactly that's what I'm saying. That's that's a monumental um, scoreline um, to achieve away in Europe. Doesn't matter who you're against. Um, I just think and do you know actually Morelos is getting t- I've seen people say he was man of the match things he didn't even go on the score sheet you
1: know so, yeah he didn't but he was involved in all four goals wasn't he, um, he he's he been just fantastic over the past few weeks do you have to do you have to score goals to be a top top striker Cammy um, it, it
0: usually helps though um, but it depends uh, I mean you can be you get many top class forwards who specialise in like, assisting goals and, you know, can contribute in other ways. I don't know if Morelos is becoming more of that kind of player now than he was in last season. He's definitely taken a different kind of role. You know, he's not under to carry Rangers himself now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a good night, um on Thursday. I mean, the only thing I would say about that game is as much as Rangers went and scored four goals, I mean, I think Antwerp, considering there were a few players short, will probably have walked away thinking that's not, actually as bad a result as you think it is. You know, they've still got Mubakari isn't there and he's a top scorer, so yeah. um, still, still a bit of play for him, But I do fancy Rangers to go through in the second leg. I
2: think he's still out for the next leg and their keepers yeah. out. So Ah, uh, so it'll be worse
0: then.
1: Right, we'll, well, best luck. them. We'll, I mean, we'll <laughs> see how they get in. Jordan, um, obviously, huge, that win, uh, huge in terms of UEFA Champions League for Rangers um, as... So the the win took them up to ironically fifty fifth in the UEFA rankings. Um, so what that means is is no This could change towards the this could change before the end of the season because it's all it do with wins and how teams do in Europe and domestically and all that. But it means that at, at this present moment, Rangers are one of the six seeded teams right in the Champions League third qualifying round. Right. Right. So what that means is they'll be seeded when they go into the third qualifying round, and they'll automatically, they automatically So if they win the when they win, when they win the league, they automatically go into the third Champions League qualifying round. Right. They'll be seeded. Right. So that means that they could um, the, in terms of the uh, teams that they could draw, um, they could draw Bulgarian uh, Ludogorets, uh, Stoy Bucharest, Malmo. Um, Le- Legia Warsaw, um, Sheriff, Tiraspol from Moldova, and <laughs> uh, Celtic's old pals Ferencvaros. Um It doesn't mean that they'll be seeded for the playoff round, which is the round after that. The bonus so, round. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bonus round, and, and, that, and that bonus round, they could get, um, <laughs> they could get like the Turkish champions Galatasaray, uh, no, or who is it? Cammy, is it Fenerbahce or whatever. Oh, um, and I
0: say assistant Bill Besaksy here at the moment, but it's they're having a nightmare. So I, next season it's likely I think without looking it's going to be Besiktas. Besiktas.
1: What, what an what boy is he? Eh?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I is I hate the I've been on it. I think we all hate the amount of look pulls the um, UEFA chuck at you just because you're not a, an English Premier League sixth place
1: finisher. could run the Grand yeah. National before you qualify for the league uh, for the. Uh, group stages don't you yeah, exactly But Rangers have shown um, that in their current form
2: uh, in, their, in the, the way they currently are with their current manager and their current squad that there is it's going to take a lot to uh, beat them in Europe so the teams that
1: you just mentioned there have yeah, absolutely no worries about but um, yeah. uh, good uh, Scottish coefficient good. And, and just, the other one Jordan <laughs> the, you know the other big name shouting out there they could get um, uh, RB uh, Red Bull Salzburg which They're would they? They've uh, got a lot of very money. They're very good. Mm. Um, so yeah, that that could that could be a worry for Rangers. Cam, you were wanting to say something? No, so just just for a couple of corrections
0: because I've googled some things. So Galatasaray are currently top, so it would be Galatasaray at the moment. Uh, the other thing is the record points total. Well, I don't know what the record is, but I checked Celtic's. It's not twenty-one. It was a uh, thirty-nine clear of Rangers and thirty clear of Aberdeen. So I don't <laughs> know if they'll get that. It would very impressive they did. 39
1: God I can't believe it was that much
2: Jesus Was, yeah.
1: that, was that the Invincibles Rogers season? I think it. Yeah It must have been Because they were well over 100 points All Wow right. That's incredible One, one, one thing I did see actually Was that if Rangers win Every single one of their Remaining games They will They will equal the Rogers mm. uh, Invincibles Points Total um, right. Yeah So We'll see how that goes um, okay, guys. Um, Cammy, you wanted uh, you wanted some time to rant, uh, honestly, <laughs> about your honest men. Now, i have looking at my timer on my watch. You have three minutes. Three Go. minutes. Excellent. Um, so,
0: <laughs> United have slipped to ninth in the Championship, um, despite having their biggest transfer budget. Well, transfer budget, wage budget, basically in other terms, um, since around Gordon DL in 2002-2003, um, the previous manager inherited a side who were, I believe, at one point second under Ian McCall shortly before he took the reins after a three-week interview process. And within a very short period of time, we found ourselves in a relegation scrap. Um, just to give you as an example of how this has worked, right, if I applied, applied for a job that I wasn't qualified for, um, I wouldn't get an interview uh, I wouldn't get a phone call or, a, a, or someone, even a place people are saying, oh, you've not been successful this time. That's unfortunate. So imagine I did that. And then what happens is um, there's a three-week interview process. You beat guys. One, a, you beat cup winners. You beat people with years of experience to get this job. Um, and then it turns out after two years, by the way, of doing the job, it's now two years, um, you're not very good at it. And what would happen in that situation is you'd be let go. None of that's happened to the air, apart from the fact that we've given, you know, Mark Kerr is not a manager. It's now, when, he may be one day, you know, if he wants, to, if you want to be a manager, you know, that's always annoys me about Scottish, nice Scottish football in general. Why do they, why did people make shit appointments when you know they're going to be shit? That's the thing. And we, we you know, we're getting it this time, but if you want to be a manager, then you, need to, you know, retire and go, go to the lonely, go to League Two, go and take a club there, prove yourself, show what you can do, get experience, build up. You don't just walk in with your mate to take on a team in the championship. We were sitting trying to get up and now we're in a relegation scrap. So uh, a lot of anger. I've never been happy with the appointment. I was willing to let it go thinking, right, we'll slide mid-table this season. That'll be it. And we'll just go on with it and then rebuild next year. But we're now in an actual relegation scrap. So um, aye, thanks very much for that.
2: that. The, is, is there still time for that? A wee question, Josh. Who's the cup winner that you know for a fact had an interview and get dismissed? Jim McIntyre.
0: You, had, so, you wanted Jim McIntyre to manage here. I had mark Kerr, aye. I didn't really want him to. Jim McIntyre was definitely not my first choice. I had loads of problems with him, but at the end of the day, you know, I'll give him I, his due as a manager. I wonder, what, <laughs> I, wonder, I, wonder, I wonder what possible problems you could have with Jim McIntyre managing here. Uh, his relegation record's not good, but you know what? At least he's got a record. Unlike the actual appointment, who came in with no records and a guy who he's an assistant manager a sports scientist who never played football who relegated Falkirk <laughs> imagine imagine
1: imagine there has been in ninth now who could have seen that coming
2: that is a weird one
1: yeah it's a weird one for you, Cammy. thanks for that that was very very enjoyable uh, and this is probably a good point to segue Cammy, into our section of the show it's time for wanker of the week okay guys um, who's been a wanker this week Jordan um I probably missed somebody, um,
2: but do you know what? Just Scottish football pundits. Um, I'm thinking BBC Scotland. Um, I think Clyde won as well, uh, but I think predominantly BBC. Just see like your your Willie Millers and your.
1: Do you know here? Here, you might know something about Willie Millers? Sorry, I'm got I'm interrupting you. Right. I only go. Right, I was listening to Stuart McCall um, I was listening to because I, I would have made Willie my, my, my wanker for this but I've done him team times uh, <laughs> Stuart McCall uh, picked his 11 kind of thing, it was like going through the 11 and uh, Chick Young and all that take him through the 11 and all that right and they're, they're allowed to pick themselves right and Stuart McCall didn't pick himself in his own team right, he's like the best 11 players i ever played with kind of thing right Um. Okay. And Chuck Young says, the only player person that I've ever interviewed that picked himself was Willie Miller. Aye. I,
2: just, aye. <laughs> I think he is absolutely fooling himself. Um, but no, no, I don't want to single him out in particular, but he is definitely one of them. It's, even like Billy Dodds, right? He's been... They just, they don't... They, they, they sum up... Um, Scottish Football punditry for me which is just so negative if there's a good goal scored it's the defend, it's the defender's fault it's not the it's not the strikers I'm not saying we've completely changed to the way they are in like talk sport and uh, fucking Breitbart and whatever where they're just um, like oh my god we are the best Or is there any better footballers in the world than English footballers I don't know why to go like that just something in between please because we're the total opposite we're so negative I and it's cool like that. I just, I'm maybe just want to freshen up the whole punditry scene with young folks. Get them out,
1: get them
2: out. Get them out. I get them out. I don't want to see Andy lose their job in any other circumstances. But in these cases,
1: I actually do want them to lose their job. Do you, know what, do you know what I hate, right? See that scene. But see when they take the pundits take a wee minute and they go like that. But you've got to say, credit to Ross County or credit to Hamilton. What do you mean Credit. They're, they're a top-flight professional football team they, when I game a football. As it it, if, if, if it's like a fucking massive cup upset. <laughs> I don't know. Get them to fuck. Wankers a lot. Cammie, who's been a
0: wanker this week? I'm just trying to get my head around because Jordan said talk sport or but I'm just trying to get my head around uh, coisted in Breitbart. It's like, <laughs> oh, then, I've got to tell you, this white supremacy, it's something else. It really is. Just imagine that. <laughs> I mean I'm sure that's just to just a disclaimer I'm sure that he's not a got to bar, say. But, If he was. <laughs> I don't know, Nigel, you've got to say <laughs> Sorry so, sorry about that. Yeah, so, so just uh, just for clarification, I'm sure he's no a far right nutter who writes for Bright bar, but it would be quite funny. Um no, so my lancle week is a quick one. Uh both, to be fair, do you know what there's been actually votes this week? I've just one they're all in my head. The one I've got straight away is just nice and simple, uh, Dundee Football Club. Um, oh, fuck off. Because you
2: know, the game was postponed. Four times. This is the fourth postponement. Can it's, it's winter and they've probably the kit man's been, the pitch, what do they call it? The, the pitch man. Pitch man has been full Whatever. <laughs> um, no, I, don't,
0: I, don't, I don't know. Like the first couple of times, right, fair enough, there was some terrible weather, but I mean, the problem is, where this spans from is actually the first call-off. Air United were told to drive up there uh, in the day, and we're told, at, I think, oh, no. half past 12 after arriving. Sorry, boys, the game's off. And, you know, we've tried to arrange us twice for Tuesday night. The call-offs keep coming late. De- they come late. Like That's fine. They won today. I mean, all right, it was one o'clock in the afternoon, but the team's got to game. You know, they've got to be prepared and ready to go. And, you know, I know we're full-time now, so it should be a big difference. But... It's just, I, it's, not, it's not a major gripe, but just, I think, for a club that's got, you know, quite realistic ambitions of being a Premier League team, you know, I couldn't imagine somebody getting off way cancelling a game four times because of the rain pitch there. So, um, so, I don't know what the major issue is at Dens Park, but, uh, yep, it's um, it's uh, causing us inconvenience. You know, we could have went up, we could have lost, and Mark Kerr could have sacked. But as it is, he'll get to Saturday. So, thanks to me, uh, that's my bank of the week. Uh,
2: why, did, why did you know just... Press the button, and the you know how you go into the control room. You press the button, and then the pitch come like comes apart, <laughs> and then the the other pitch levels levitates up, like they do at Tottenham. Why just do that, dance because
0: do it, I've been to dance Park, I don't have that facility. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Okay, Cam, your wanker is Dundee FC, guys. My wanker of the week uh, is a um, it's a triple long taunt of uh, wankers. Uh, my wankers are Bobby Madden, David Room, and Graham Stewart. Um, yes, that's the SFA officials, the referees. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the way that the way this is is the way this works is that um, partly referees referees are basically freelance freelancers, uh, so they they can work when they want, but they they work. For freelancers under the juris, juris, uh, whatever the word is, jurisdiction, yeah, of the SRA, the Scottish Refereeing Association, sub, which is a sub kind of section of the SFA. Um, so these guys, um, went, these guys went away to during the week. Um, they get asked to referee a European game. Okay, do you know what European game this was? A Champions League game. Oh no! Oh no! Do you know, right, Cammy? Uh, no, I've not heard of this. Um, so the, the three of them went away um, to referee, not a Champions League game, not a Europa League game, uh, but a Greek Super League match between Olympiakos and Panathinaikos, right? new no, massive, enormous game. Yeah. There was a, Apparently there was a, there's was been an issue in the Greek League with referees and they needed referees, right? And, and what they could do is they could... Is European UEFA rules say that you could borrow referees from another association if if you agree, right? If there's a, not a pandemic, no. Well, no, no. This is apparently, regardless, right? It's all signed off for UEFA, right? No, but the domestic body can. The domestic body has a final say, right? So the SFA sanctioned this, right? They allowed them to go to Greece and re- and do this game, right? Um, these three guys went away on a jolly to Greece to referee this game, thinking, oh, that's brilliant, get to do Olympia, kos course, and I, I never thought I'd get to do that. They made two and a half grand each, right? Two and a half grand each to do this. They've came back, David Room tested positive for COVID, right? Oh. Now, Graham Stewart, now he tested positive on Wednesday, Right? Graham Stewart then went out on Saturday and ran the line at Hibs, right? Sunday, Bobby Madden was the referee, Ross County versus Celtic. Prior to going out, they realised that Bobby Madden was, had been a close contact of a positive test of COVID and he had to get replaced and he had to get sent down the road, right? Now, my problem here, right, is A, the optics of these guys going away to Greece, Earning two and a half grand for a jolly. Well, if he's locked in back home, right, when doing a game that isn't even related to, you know, it's not even close. I mean, doing European football at least uh, is, is a kind of professional development thing for referees, right? Mm. But they're going over to do a great Super League game. Um, in their free, in their uh, position as freelancers, basically. Yeah, and they're, they're making, and they're making, a, they're making a mint at it, right? Mm. They've came back. And what what, ref, what referees have to do and what people have to do, journalists and all that, they have to sign a disclaimer and they say, have you had um, a close contact with anyone uh, that has COVID-19? And that's a yes or no question, right? It's a form you've got to fill out before you go into the game. Now, if they answered yes, no, sorry, if they answered no, then they were lying, right? Because they knew at that point, uh, Graham Stewart and Bobby Madden, that David Room had con- contracted COVID. Right. or they said yes and the SFA didn't have a fucking clue what to do and they just let them referee the games anyway the whole process is a fucking shambles and it has been a shambles for the S- SFA from start to fucking finish an absolute shambles and these guys going away to earn two and a half grand during the week for a jolly over to Greece is just knowing absolute wankers Seven and a half grand they made for that and then combined the yeah. yeah, so there you are wankers okay uh, listeners that takes us to uh, everyone's favourite section of the show it's time for what's worth more this is the section of the show where it's up to Jordan to come up with financial figures from English football and it's up to me and Cammy to guess what's worth more is it these financial figures in English football or is it GDPs of sub-Saharan uh, African countries or global infrastructure projects and or world charities. Jordan, what's yep. worth more this week? Yep, um, we actually had a, a
2: European country last week. The, the budget for my um, club was so big, so um, we're branching out. Um, I, this week, just wanted to touch on Antwerp, because obviously Rangers um, put them to the sword. They're a very successful team. They beat Tottenham. 1-0 um, comfortably in the Europa League. And we, we all know how, uh, how much money Tottenham Hotspur has to spend. Um, they actually they beat Spurs 1-0. Um, and it was only until their final group game, when Antwerp had successfully qualified, um, that they could then just field a weakened side. And I think that's when Tottenham were actually able to beat them. Um, once they, field, they fielded a weaker side. So first off, what's worth more? the wage bill of just Tottenham's forward players or five of the Sports Scotland National Training Centre at Inverclyde, Inverclyde. Give me that
1: again,
2: four? No, five of the sport, Sports Scotland...
0: Five sports there as well. How, Is it a year's wages or a week's wages?
2: Uh, years, the, the wage bill for the year for just followers. Tottenham, Hot, Hottingster's forward
0: players. Right, I I don't know the figures for so sports Scotland and Berclay. Josh, Do you get
2: any? Have ideas? you seen the building? Uh, Cammy,
1: I've seen the building. state of the art building and facilities. Yeah. Um, Cammy, I'm not no sure. Um, I think Inverclyde I think the inverclyde thing was built a while ago. Was it not?
0: Yeah.
2: No, this <laughs> facility is relatively new in the past 10-15 years. hmm mm. Right. Uh, all, the, all the top managers go and get trained um,
0: uh, the, yeah, it's, it's, yeah,
2: it's, it's quite it's, large, it's a pure uh, state of the art building you should see it. Right, uh, it worth more five of them or just the forwards of uh, the Hotting Stars front line I couldn't even guess
0: the hot Stars I mean Son and Kane are on about 200 grand a week each or something like that so
2: I'm
0: going for Aye,
2: they've got this silly money for the forwards. I'm going for the sports forwards just yep. without really sports knowing sports sports the light figures. Oh, that's what you think. That's what's worth more, one year of the Tottenham forwards. And you're absolutely spot on. Tottenham um, yeah. yeah. Hot Stars' um, wage bill for just the forwards is 56 million pounds. Um, it's very close with the um, Sports Scotland centres because it was 11 million, uh, so five of them was mm-hmm. 55 million. Um, But definitely the Tottenham Hot Stars forwards worth more. Second, what is worth more? How much Tottenham received as a reward for finishing sixth in the league? (laughs) Or how much Celtic received for winning nine in a row? Finishing sixth in the league? So when you say winning nine nine,
1: in a row... Without blinking, John... Uh, (laughs) So,
0: oh, is, is that is that when nine rows that for so th- is that the accumulation of every year of nine When know?
2: in first place the, the number one out of forty-two clubs in Scottish football yep. every single year for nine years or finishing? Six. I
0: I. I I I want to try and speak a bit more, but I'm actually with Josh. I think I'm pretty confident. it's, it's, it's not. I think it's like two point seven million. Or a couple. Of, it's a couple of million you get. It's not it's that much. Million. So if you, nine okay. of them, that's you twenty get, million. A hundred million or something like that for finishing <laughs> six. Probably something. <laughs> aye, like that. aye, it's it's it's, it's hefty. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's hundred million, but uh, it'll be more than twenty. So yep. I'll go for Spurs. Jordan, you're wrong. It's um.
2: Jordan. Tottenham Hot Stars receive um twenty seven million for finishing sixth. I um Celtic would have got thirty million in total for a, for nine league titles be, uh, oh, we'll,
1: we'll, need a, uh, we'll need to need have a think
2: about Christmas, won't they, Tottenham? Like Have <laughs> a oh, think about <laughs> Do, they know? Do you know the, <laughs> the, the the broadcast the broadcast here they get doesn't matter, like you can finish uh, 18th, you still get more money than that, that's just no. Right. That your share of the broadcast money it's, it's, it's all about broadcast it doesn't matter where you finish um, finally, a wee, wee bit more down to earth um, if you pardon the pun, following what I'm about to say um, NASA's Perseverance rover um, the most advanced astrobiology laboratory um, ever sent to another planet it touched down safely on the surface of Mars the other day. Um, Perseverance was launched in July 2020. And, uh, and it cost $2.4 billion to build and launch. Uh, and it will cost another $300 million um, to, uh, to land and operate during its first year on Mars. So that's what it's going to cost for its first year. Um, so what's worth more? The exploration of the planet Mars or the Premier League's total income from UK TV rights deals for this term. What's this term, this year? No, so 2019 to 2022. It's in three block terms. Oh, anyway,
0: we were talking. Um, <laughs> we were talking, Cammie. So it's... a billion anyway. Uh, more than three hundred I just think that Mars exploration
2: thing, that must be a serious longer. 300 billion? 300 no, 300 million... Uh, a, a year oh. to operate, and it's two point four billion to uh, to build it. Oh, Cammy, prim, the Premier League, then? Think. think I'm about,
0: concerned. Uh, why? Is,
1: what, Cammy, think okay. about it. I, I'm honestly, it's got to be like a billion a yeah. year. Yeah. Right, Aye, Okay. I.
0: I, I can't even I'm saying this. Yeah, but if those figures are correct, yes, in the Premier We're, League. We are,
1: Jordan, we are going to say, Three years. We are going to say that the English Premier League is worth more than the exploration for outer, for other life in this universe.
2: And you're, um, yeah, you're spot on. You're yes! Spot on. That is correct. That's correct. There's not a lot I can say as fact, really, but what I can say as a fact is that the Premier League is worth more than the exploration of, of, um, of alien life and, and of the planet Mars. So uh, 5.06 billion is how much um, the Premier League... His total income is from uh, from UK TV rights deals. By the way, that's not including overseas. Overseas takes it to about nine billion for this term. Mm. Um, <laughs> the planet Mars that's not really anywhere near that. So um, that was this week's what's Worth more. Fantastic!
1: <laughs> oh, thanks for that one, Jordan. That was absolutely that was uh, that was fantastic. Um, okay, that takes us to the final section of the show, guys. It's time for Scores and the Doors. Now, I have updated the scores. Um, let me tell you guys um, that basically um, I got one right at the weekend in terms of scores. You guys got two results right, uh, yes. which, which meant it was 2-2-4. Two, two, uh, so basically, let me give you the scores. Cammy's on 105. Jordan, you're on 87. I'm on 89. Uh, So neck and neck between me and you to finish uh, to finish uh, the wooden spoon. Yes, the wooden spoon. So we'll see how we'll see how it goes over the next couple of weeks. Um, Only four games this weekend, guys. There is a midweek game um, tomorrow. uh, To that will be Wednesday night, Um, and that game is going to be between, Samarin and Noel. (laughs) the whale the whale I was going to say the so whale well. yes sorry I had it written down there um, St. Mern-Milow, uh we will um, bypass that uh, well uh, out of interest guys I'm not going to write it down but out of interest who's winning that game Cammy
0: uh, St. Murn no, no, no. uh,
1: St. Mern- 2-0 I, I don't know if Graham Alexander's been the best appointment to be honest Um, he's, he's got a lot of injuries to be fair but I don't know we'll see um, yeah, I'm. I'm saying Saint Martin one nil. Um, but the games at the weekend, guys. There's only four. Uh, Rangers are not playing. They've played too many games, I think. Um, and obviously, the League Cup final um, means that there's only four on the Saturday. So it's Celtic are at home to Aberdeen Cami. Uh yep. Yeah,
0: Could you be pretty straightforward? Well, two 0 Celtic.
2: Jordan. Aberdeen two one. One
1: nil. No. Okay, I'll go. Mm, I'll go one one, uh, just to be to be that guy to be a wee bit more kind of uh, a wee bit more of a uh, maverick. Uh, I'll say I'll say one one. Um, Hibernian are at home to Motherwell. Uh, I just think Motherwell is such a poor run. I'm going to say two 0 no, Hibs. Uh, Jordan.
2: Aye. You want Motherwell to do well. Uh, but Hibs are uh, Hibs will be fucking Hibs will be watching going oh we should be in that League Cup final this, the next day. Um, I Hibs Hibs will take it out and Motherwell will be like 3-0. Okay. Uh, Cammy. Um I'll
0: I'll go 2-1 Hibs. Uh, Hibs have been pretty good recently. I, I think Motherwell will turn that round eventually but as a, as a that's a hard week for them. Uh, some the other hibs away.
2: Joe you Newell know, just signed a new deal to 2023. Yeah, That's right. a great that business. we
1: on air. I have yeah. seen that. Um, he's been a top player for them. Um, Kilmarnock are at home to Dundee United. Jordan will have you first. Dundee
2: United, nah, I would need to go a draw, but I would I would like Dundee
1: United to win that one. But I'm
2: going to go a draw on two each.
1: Two each. Well, okay, can I? Uh, well, they, they haven't scored. Kelly haven't scored in five games, which <laughs> would be impressive. Cami, um, Comanot versus Dundee United.
0: Uh, Dundee United three 0 and Lauren Shetland to get at least two. <laughs>
2: okay,
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going one one. I just think Tommy Knight's just such a good coach; he's got to turn that around. Um, and they need they've had a poor run of games that you know Rangers, Celtic, um, uh, Aberdeen have had. It's been tough for them. they've got to get a result. This is they need a result now. So I'm gonna say one one. Um St. Myrn are at home to Ross. Um this is a tough one for me. Um I just think uh, I just think St. Myrne they they want to finish top six, but Ross County, I just feel that they've f- I think yeah.
2: when Ross when John Hughes gets the team over that, I always knew when he gets them over that. That wave, then it's they're gonna kick on. I, I'm gonna go Ross County to win that one. Okay, what's the score gonna be? I go three one. Three one. The Can it. Uh, one each. Okay. Uh I'll go. I'll go one nil Ross County.
1: Mm. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna go one nil Ross County. Just just put it out there, and I hope that Ross County stay up. And yeah, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how they go on. Um, so that is it for the games this weekend, chaps. Uh, there was only four this weekend. We predicted them. We will see how they go neck and neck for me. New York, and scores on scores in the doors, Jordan. Um, But a thoroughly entertaining weekend of football. I'm really, really looking forward to the um, League Cup final this Sunday. I'm just going to chill out and have a couple of beers and watch that on Sunday um, in my house alone because we are still under lockdown for at least another month. I've no get Premier Sports. Um, oh so. shut up! It's on Premier Sports.
2: Can't
1: be today,
2: yeah. Oh God, I forgot. Can if you want like, to FaceTime us, or oh, uh,
0: turn is. the computer and you can watch the game through the oh you be right. Actually, I think I might, I think you can buy it. Can you buy it? Because I think that's what I've done for one of the last. Uh, no, yeah, I I have check, yeah it might come under one of the now packages, but I'm not sure. Right, there's a way you can do it. look
2: hmm. looking to it. Um,
0: the.
2: the Aye, the, the, the option is to listen to it on the radio, listen to BBC Scotland talk about how fucking poor the, the pitch is or
1: something like that. that's just fucking... Boring, you know? aye, 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 how poor... Yeah, oh, that's Hamden's poor pitch. Big, oh, it's just a big... feel really away to the game, don't you? Oh, yeah, poor, poor. Yes, yeah, I thought they were poor, you know. I thought they were poor. That's just the fucking... That's the BBC Scotland catchphrase, isn't it? I thought they were poor anyway um, <laughs> thank you for listening our listeners as we end on that sombre sombre note <laughs> um, of <laughs> BBC Sports Sound Scotland um, we are on Twitter at Talking Tin Pot uh, we're also on major uh, platforms Spotify and Apple if you just make sure to give us a like share and subscribe as it hopes is to grow our listener base and get to more people and talk more shite about uh, stuff that we don't understand
0: uh,
1: <laughs> is that a fair summary? that's likely yeah absolutely uh, okay gentlemen I suppose there is not much more to say except Gino Callum
2: uh, our
1: guest Pounder Gino Callum Brown